Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this final day of the working week. Today is Friday the 15th of October 2021. We have reached the middle part of yet another month. Jeez, time flies. Absolutely flies. So as we wrap up the week, wanted to uh, wanted to record a podcast and doing a bit of a reflection over the last 24 hours or so and talking to a number of sales leaders in relation to uh, their positioning within their organization and also talking to some aspiring sales leaders as well. So uh, we had a good conversation with a number of them actually because for many people in sales, there is a desire and a logical desire to transition at some stage into a sales leadership position. And for many, it is about the prestige, the title and the perceived influence that comes with leadership, and I've referred a lot of to a lot of people in my in my career through these podcasts over the last twelve months or so that wanted to get into a leadership position or a position of influence because of what they thought it would represent, and many of them were associated them associated themselves with the title and the banding, uh, particularly in a corporate. So certain banding, certain roles have certain bandings, and they thought if I get to that banding, then I've made it. Uh, well. If you're thinking about moving into a leadership role, this podcast episode is going to be for you. If you are already in a leadership role, guess what? This podcast episode is certainly for you. And if you've been in a leadership role for a while, then this podcast is most definitely for you. So one of the things I wanted to share with you is a bit of reflection on when I first started as a sales leader all those many years ago. In fact, the year was... 2004, I think it was 2004, maybe late 2003, I got an opportunity to do a, a like a, a comment or an acting role. But uh, one of the things I'd, I was lucky enough, is, and sometimes you only get this when you reflect, I was, I was privileged enough to have some good people around me as I was working up into the ranks of senior sales um, uh, individual contributor role, so strategic account manager at a big organization called Optus here. In Australia, and I was very lucky to have some good mentors around me who were challenging me in terms of my thinking around sales, helping me become more strategic in terms of being an account manager, being a salesperson, but also starting to challenge me on starting to formulate a philosophy around sales leadership so that when I was given the opportunity, it wouldn't be such a, and well, still a, a massive step, but it wouldn't have been such a harrowing step. I don't know for a lot of people it is because they weren't necessarily prepared for what was going to be presented to them as a sales leader. So in hindsight, I was very, very fortunate to have some great people around me. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that, that get thrust into a sales leadership position. And in many cases, it's because they've been a phenomenal individual contributor and their business has said, man, Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally, <laughs> Madison, you are extraordinary in terms of an individual contributor. Your sales results are unbelievable. We reckon you'd make a really good sales leader. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you the opportunity to run this sales team. And what we'd like you to do is just uh, just share with them, teach them, mentor them, get them to do what you do because we're hoping to duplicate you. And if that's the case, then we can sit back and just count the money because the company will be in very good hands, the profit will just continue to roll, and the world is going to be a wonderful place. 
Now, interestingly enough, many people who are thrust in that sort of position flounder, and a lot of them end up saying, well, that sales leadership is not for me, and they end up going back to an individual contributor role. Now, I'm saying, and I say this a lot to people, that sales leadership, and in fact, leadership in general, is not for everybody, because there is a huge amount of responsibility that comes with that, uh, but there's also a lot of opportunity as well. And the transition from an individual contributor to a leader is significant. And I remember the very first day that I started as a sales leader, and this is even given that I'd been working and I'd done a bit of work as an acting sales leader. So I had a bit of a taste for what it was going to be like. And even with some thought process and some mentoring in relation to at least getting ready or what I thought was getting ready to be a sales leader, the very first conversation, and in fact, probably within the first five minutes, my GM, Danny, said to me on day one, hey, welcome to the bottom rung. Yes, the bottom rung of the ladder. Now, for many people, that is a bit of a um, bit of a... Uh, well, for some, a punch in the guts because I thought this leadership position was all of a sudden there'd be there'd be like this prestige attached. There'd be announcements and everybody be literally falling at your feet. Well, the reality is anything but. Welcome to the bottom rung of the ladder. Now, what I what I realised and what I found out, and, and subsequently I've found this to be absolutely one hundred percent spot on and true, is that um, yes, a brand new ladder is existing in a sales leadership role. But each rung of the ladder doesn't represent a new position. So just because you think, well, you've moved into a sales leadership role, the next rung of the ladder is not the general manager or the director of sales. The ladder is for your position. So each rung of that ladder represents a level of capability. It's an elevation of your leadership and in your influence. And for many leaders, they remain on the bottom rung or perhaps move up to one, two, or three, uh, not so much to four or five. Only a few get to the top and they move on to a new ladder. And guess what? It starts all over again because they are then at the bottom of the rung of the ladder because there's a brand new ladder. And it was something that was really difficult for me to grasp at the time because I thought I'd made it. I thought getting the position was I'd earned the right to be a leader. I'd obviously demonstrated to the powers to be that I had the capability and certainly in their eyes at least to at least be given the opportunity. And I wanted to make sure I did uh, well enough to be recognized that, you know what, the confidence that people had in me, particularly my GM, Danny, was going to be repaid, that I would do a great job and I would actually exert the influence that I ideally wanted to exert. Now, in in reflecting and talking to a lot of sales leaders since, uh, since I became a sales leader, and what I do now is working with sales leaders and help them become exceptional sales leaders. And hey, a plug as in the middle of the podcast, if you're ready to work one-on-one, let's do that and help you become that exceptional sales leader. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com pick a time, we'll have a conversation and let's start working together. But one of the things I realized early on is I thought I'd actually made, once I got to the sales leadership role, I thought, ha, I'm here. Um, But I very quickly realized that I didn't know what it was that I didn't know. So when Danny said, welcome to the bottom rung of the ladder, he was 100% spot on because there was so much that I had to learn. Now, it's one thing to actually think about what you would do in this particular position. So I'd built a philosophy over the previous two years, and I had observed people, and I did have a little taste of the sales leadership role, But I, so I had put together what I thought was a fairly good and robust strategy and philosophy for how I wanted to be a sales leader, but it wasn't until I actually got into the role and was dealing with the stuff day-to-day that I couldn't look back and say, hey, I'll hand this back to the real sales leader because I'll go back to my old role. I'm only in here for a short time. It was me. So I looked around, there was nobody behind me. It was me. And now, yes, I could actually refer to Danny and have conversations with him, and he was phenomenal as a general manager of sales, as a confidant, and as of a mentor, but uh, I couldn't go to him with everything. Now, 
I, I very quickly worked out because I was now in a peer group where other sales leaders had been in the gig, uh, some cases for significantly longer than I had, and there are others that had been relatively new, uh, and I was probably the brand, the most brand new one. So there was things I had to learn, and some of them I had to learn the hard way because I had people who were allowed, enabling me to make mistakes, and they were enabling me to quote unquote fail. And as I look back, probably the best thing that Danny did do for me was create that metaphor of the bottom rung of the ladder. And this is what I use a lot with clients now and certainly with aspiring sales leaders. They have to realize that every position they go to, there is a brand new ladder and there's a new steps and new rungs in that ladder that we have to go through in order to be proficient, in order to be successful, in order to be then worthy for an opportunity that potentially can present itself again. So if you ever play that game, Snakes and Ladders, you know that uh, climbing up the ladders is the hard part, but if you actually land on the wrong one, you can actually go down the slide and go right back down to the bottom. And I've seen it happen. I've seen many, many sales leaders who have the potential, who have the capability, but perhaps they didn't actually have the fortitude to keep going and didn't want to learn to do things differently or take on feedback that ended up seeing them slide down the ladder and they went back to an individual contributor role. And unfortunately, it's a uh, it's the it's the company and it's the industry that misses out on the potential of that particular individual for a number of different reasons. So I'm gonna share with you a few things to think about in terms of uh, building capability and skill sets as we move up the rungs. But the first thing, whether you're brand new to sales leadership, whether you've been in sales leadership for a while, or whether you are aspiring to become a sales leader, the first thing is the self-assessment. And the question I'll ask is, which rung on the ladder are you at right now? Now, be really, really harsh, be really, really uh, pragmatic, don't uh, embellish where you think you are because we're going to test this. So where are you on the rung of rungs of the ladder right now in terms of your leadership? What would your manager say? Now, if you can get feedback from your manager and they are, and often managers will be probably in most cases a little bit more conservative. So whatever you, wherever you think you are, probably they would think you might be about one or two rungs below that. So test that out with your manager. Where do they think you are in terms of on the rungs of the ladder in terms of your role within the sales leadership game? And also, where, do you, where does your team place you? If you went and straw polled your team, where do you think they would place you on the ladder? Now, you've got to remember this. This is quite subjective. So you might be thinking there, well, what does each rung represent? Well, one of the things I'm not going to do is I'm not going to be very prescriptive on, hey, rung one is this, rung two is that. Uh, and for different people, the size of the ladder will be different as well. Why? Because people have to learn different things. For some, they came into a sales leadership role and they've always already got a foundation of capabilities around leadership that enables them to have a shorter ladder, which means the time they have to spend in a sales leadership role may not be as long before they get to a, a general manager of sales type of position versus somebody else who had to learn the ropes a little bit more, who maybe does have the same level of experience and maybe has some more work to be done on themselves. So different people have different size ladders. The whole point of this is to not get too carried away with the fact that I'm in a position of influence and allow that to to really cloud where I'm actually at. So you might be sitting there thinking, well, how do I move up the rungs of the ladder? And it's a really great question. So I wanna give you some things to think about. Now, remembering this is subjective. Now, the metaphor is you've gotta understand that each each rung of the ladder is a new level of capability. And a lot of it's gonna be based on your self-assessment. That's why I'm really, really big on getting feedback from your one-up manager, getting feedback from your directors and getting feedback from peers but also specifically getting feedback from your team because when you get all of that information, you get a much better picture of where you actually might be sitting on the ladder. So there'll be some things you're really, really good at right now, but there's also gonna be some things that you significantly need to do some work on. So let's let's think about some of these things. Now, 
Uh, as I talked about yesterday, one of the things is we've got to be really, really clear on what our values are and what our standards are. This is one thing I did day one. When I came into the leadership role, even before I actually got the, the gig, in the interview process and leading up to the interview process, I'd already got really, really clear on what I stood for as a leader based on the philosophy that I'd been building. Now, this has been tested and it has evolved over time. But I was very, very clear on my language around what I wanted to stand for and what I wanted to be seen as when I got into the leadership role. So that gave a level of confidence to Danny in particular that I was the right person for that particular role. So think about what your values are. What do you stand for as a leader? What do you want to be known for as a leader? And also understand how what are you known for right now? So there will be a gap. And from that, what are the standards you need to start putting in place around behavior that you can be, be relentless on in the execution of, as we talked about yesterday? So that could be one rung. The next one could be, and this is in no particular order, hey, let's have a constant focus on learning. I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to be a lifelong learner. I'm going to be look for, looking for every opportunity to get better. Because if I continue to look for opportunities to learn new things, learn new perspectives and take on new knowledge, but then more importantly, apply that new knowledge, then it creates an environment where my, where my team is likely to do exactly the same thing. So there'll be a constant focus on learning and getting better. There'll be things like self-reflection and feedback. So this is, this is something I get all of my sales leader clients to do is a, is a weekly self-reflection. What worked well? What didn't work so well? And we, the reason we do that is to figure out, okay, are there, are there any obvious gaps that we know we need to actually start working on to plug the gap? Now, it could be I've got to work on something individually as myself or if there's a big thing that's actually starting to be identified as a gap, who, who can I bring in and what can I do to bring that capability into the team? Uh, and bring a strength in for somebody who can actually start plugging that gap. So self-reflection is huge, as is feedback. Now, feedback is uh, getting feedback from people, seeking feedback, but also being in a position where you can provide constructive feedback for your team, but also for everybody in your environment. A big one around sales leadership is strategy development. Now, a lot of sales leaders spend a lot of time on strategy, sometimes to the point where they tie themselves up in knots. But strategy development is important. Culture is probably more important, but strategy is important in terms of how we execute against KPIs and how we give the opportunities for our team to be successful. So how do you develop strategy? How do you actually start thinking in a strategic level? What sort of tool sets and toolkits can you use? What sort of techniques can you use to build strategy? That could be a rung on the ladder. Coaching and mentoring is another one. So how to become a great coach? Uh, how do I start coaching my team? How do I start mentoring my team? But equally, if I'm going to give myself a chance to move up the rungs of the ladder and give potentially the opportunity for me to jump to a whole new ladder, then I have to get a coach as well. I have to be coached. I have to be mentored. So again, it's linked to the constant and never-ending improvement and the constant focus on learning. The next one could be innovation and challenger thinking. So we're going to always challenge the status quo. We're always, always going to look at what is today but not necessarily accept what is today because we've got to think about how do we actually get better? How can we do this differently? How can we do this more effectively? How can we do this more creatively? So bringing innovation and challenger thinking starts to permeate through the culture and enables you to go another step up the rung of the ladder because a lot of organizations are looking more and more for leaders who are creative, who also are prepared to challenge the thinking and not necessarily accept things as they appear to be right now. You might also be a great risk taker and need to or need to improve your level of risk taking. So how do you start to get outside of your comfort zone and look for opportunities to do things that might scare the living daylights out of you? Because if we just focus on the things that we're comfortable with and we do over and over and over again and don't extend beyond our comfort zone, then we will stay on the same rung as we're at right now. 
And so the next thing could be a growth mindset, having a growth mindset to say, you know what, there's always another level to get to. There's always another rung on the ladder to get to. And that is a belief that great leaders have because there's always another level of performance and there's always another level of your leadership to get to. So have a growth mindset. And a key part of this is making sure we create a great culture where more and more people are taking more and more responsibility, which means that we have to get better at or improve our skills around delegation. And I've recorded a number of podcasts on delegation, but that delegation could well be also a rung on the ladder. So there's a number of things to think about in terms of putting together your um, roadmap, if you like, or your blueprint for sales leadership in order to move up the rungs of the ladder. Now, when you get to the top of the rung, and who knows in which order, because it's going to be different for different people, you will be then ready for the next opportunity. And that opportunity will probably come when you least expect it, but you're going to be ready for it. Why? Because you've actually gone through the process of elevating yourself to each rung of the ladder in the role that you currently are, always thinking about what the next ladder is that you wanted to get to. So remember this, and as I look back, this is the this is the metaphor that Danny used. When he said, welcome to the bottom rung of the ladder, it wasn't it wasn't a criticism. It wasn't you're now at the, the bottom and there's a massive, massive mountain to climb. It's a it's a metaphor for mindset. It's never getting ahead of yourself. It's never believing your own your own rhetoric or your own publicity to say you're better than you you actually are. It's having the mindset that there's always another level to get to. So my mindset is always, hey, I'm at the bottom rung of the ladder and I've got to work my butt off to get to the next level, which means I've got to look for opportunities to increase my values and, and continue to demonstrate my values. I've got to continue to focus on learning, to feedback, to coach, to mentor, and all the things we talked about. Now, when you do that, a funny thing happens because ladders will be presented to you and opportunities will come to you. Why? Because your focus is there's always another level to get to and I never, ever arrive. So that's the key message for today. You never, ever arrive. This is a journey and a journey that you'll never, ever stop on. So I hope that makes sense. As I said, uh, if you'd like to work through that, as a quick reminder, go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Love to have a conversation with you over Zoom. And of course, have a phenomenal weekend. And uh, thanks again for plugging into the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast. And I look forward to sharing with you again early next week as we record yet another brand new episode. So until then, have a phenomenal weekend and we'll talk to you soon. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.